This podcast is about entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-care. My name is Lourdes, and I am the host of the show. Thank you for listening today. Welcome back, and today I am interviewing a special and wonderful guest, Mary McMonagall. Mary is a captivating feminine energy coach who empowers high-achieving women to break free from their own limitations and embrace their true essence. Through her intuitive guidance and insightful techniques, she creates a sacred space for clients to explore and unleash their innate femininity, helping them discover their unique strengths and passions. With her innovative methods, Mary facilitates powerful shifts that leaves clients feeling empowered, vibrant, and renewed. In partnering with Mary, high-achieving women embark on a transformative journey of self-discovery, shedding societal expectations, and nurturing their feminine energy to achieve balance and harmony. With her unwavering passion for empowering women, Mary inspires and motivates her clients to step into their greatness and cultivate a life filled with joy, purpose, and self-love. Mary, thanks so much for joining me on my podcast today. So how have you been? Lourdes, thank you so much for having me. I am doing good. I'm in New Jersey, and even though it's winter here right now, it, it the sun is out shining. Oh, you're so lucky. I'm in Kansas City. It is dreary. Very, it looks like we're going to have a heavy downpour, which they're saying for tomorrow. <laughs> so it's pretty crappy here today and cloudy. So let me go ahead and ask you questions about your certifications. Um, so you have a bunch of certifications that I saw on, online. What was your first certification and why did you choose to do the first one? Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's so it's funny. I was just having this conversation with a guest on my podcast saying that if you're feeling a calling to something, just listen to that calling because you don't know where it's going to take you. And the reason I'm sharing that is because my first certification is is not where I am right now, but I still use it. So my first certification actually was to become a yoga instructor. And I felt the calling for a few years and I kept trying to push it down, push it down. And I was at a point in my life where I was either going to go to grad school or I was going to say, screw it and become a yoga teacher and figure life out. And, <laughs> and that's what happened. I decided to say, screw it and uh, go for what my heart was calling me to do, which was become a yoga teacher. And then that's led into where I'm at right now. Wow. I did see on the website too, that you have yoga events on the beach and all that. So you're really into yoga. I, I tried it, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I quit sometimes. I'd go for eight weeks and quit and then don't touch it for years. I mean, I wish I can be more like somebody that does yoga consistently. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, Lourdes, you, and everyone listening, you have to find what, find what feels good to you. I was just talking to a breathwork facilitator. I'm like, oh, I need to have a consistent breathwork practice because every time I do breathwork, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. And, but I tell people, you know, like find what resonates for you. And then even if you can just do 
like two poses a day. For me, I'm like, I just need to start incorporating maybe two minutes of conscious breathing a day. And really I'm all about keeping things simple. So um, yeah, doing what, whatever feels good for you, whatever's calling you and then just simplify it. Okay. So that was your first certification. So what are you doing like lately and what are you focused on now? Yeah. So what I'm focused on now is given my journey, I am, so I am a certified life coach, but I work with women who are in their masculine energy, meaning they are very go-getters. They are high performers, leaders. And what I do is I help them to balance out their energy. And so we shift them into their feminine energy, which is about softening. It's about really connecting to feeling confident within yourself, trusting the decisions that you're making. And what's so beautiful here, Lourdes, is when you are able to spend time connecting with that feminine energy, it actually balances out your masculine energy, which then allows you to take aligned action instead of just doing, you're doing things with intention. And one, the last thing I'll share too, of, of, what I do, it, it doesn't matter uh, if you're whatever, whatever you are, male, female, uh, every human, every human on this planet, we have both masculine and feminine energy. So uh, what's a beautiful process too, is I, I do work with uh, some men as well. And it's, it's the men who really struggle to let go. And also this goes for women too, women who we feel the need to really be in control and really, you know, we're the driver, we're in the driving, driving seat, but working on, okay, maybe shifting into the passenger seat and letting someone else drive. So, uh, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Hmm. Uh, speaking of control, I was just reminded of, um, a friend of mine who was talking to me last week, she was really upset. So she is working with someone on a team and, the, I guess what you might call her is the project manager who's always in control, like that leadership type, like the one you mentioned, they're go-getters. They're kind of hyper, like type A personality people. And this woman is very controlling. And my friend is really, everything bothers her about this leader. So who needs help here? Is it the friend (laughs) or is it the leader who is crazy, out of control, kind of control freak. I mean, and I, I'm trying to help her, like my friend, I'm trying to help her like, okay, why does this woman irritate you? Yes. What does she do? So how do you help somebody? How do you do oh, I love this. I love this question, Lourdes, because I'm all about getting real. I am someone where I'm holding up a mirror to myself every single time. So if something isn't going right in my life, I am saying, okay, what about my inner reality, aka your inner reality, meaning your mental body, which is your thoughts, your inner reality, meaning your emotional body, which is your feelings, your inner reality, meaning your spiritual reality, which is your overall awareness of of self, and then your physical body, which is what we manifest in our outer world. So why I'm sharing that first is because when you hold the belief of, okay, let me get real with myself. Let me hold up a mirror and see where my inner reality is, is an energetic kink or an energetic block. 
then you hold the ultimate power. So what I would suggest if if that was a client is, and I get, I get real and honest with my clients is okay. Well, what apart, what about your inner reality is attracting that, but also at the same time, how we feel within ourselves is what we're going to manifest and see in our external reality. So sometimes it can be really challenging to say there as a person, a, a significant person, like a boss in our life. And we're just focusing on, okay, they irritate me. They are control freaks. And you're constantly noticing about that, about other people, then it's only going to be self-empowering to ask yourself, well, where do I hold these traits within myself? And when you take the power off of other people and how they're inner irritating you and you put it inner, then you get to see, oh crap, I'm actually, I've been actually in this like Debbie Downer funk. Oh, um, (laughs) (laughs) and and like, it's, it sucks. I'm not going to lie. When I have those moments, like one of the things that I, when I work with my, my clients is I say, we work on not being a damsel in distress, meaning, oh my God, this Mm -hmm. happened now that, well, of course, because you're focusing on all the things going wrong and you're only going to attract that. And I had a slap in the face from the universe and God a couple of weeks ago where I was like, oh my God, I'm being a damsel in distress. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So it, it stings in the moment, but then you get to take your power back and realize, okay, let me put the focus on myself. And then so for her in that situation, granted, you can't control what the other woman's going to do. But when you work on controlling how your your thoughts and what you're feeling in your inner world, it makes externally a lot lighter, a lot. It's not as heavy. You're maybe something that someone said to you that would have made you mad for about a week. But when you work on yourself, maybe it only makes you bad for a day. <laughs> so huh. that's where I, where I would begin. Okay. That's good points. Um, so when you're teaching the friend, all this stuff, I'm thinking that's giving her empowerment, right? And you are an empowerment coach too, right? Cause I thought I saw that. Yes. Yeah. So is that what you kind of go over when you give women who may be timid or somebody like her who just holds it in because it's her job to keep her yeah. job? Um, yeah. how do you give somebody Mm. empowerment. Is that part of the empowerment coach? Yeah. So I, uh, I resonate so much with holding things in because (laughs) one, you're you're afraid to speak up and share your truth because yeah, you're like, well, the what ifs come in. What if my boss doesn't like what I say and I lose my job? What if I speak up in my relationship and my partner walks out? And that is so, so valid. Right. But it comes from that comes from a place of we're dimming our light and we're 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 acting from a place of of fear and not being authentic. And the most beautiful thing of what is authentic and how I guide my clients is we do it from a feminine energy place. So meaning you are communicating from a feminine way. This is huge. We can all we can all communicate and say things, but um, communication is less about the words that you're saying. I believe it's only about 7% of our actual words that we say that people pick up on, but it's how you say it. It's your tonality. It's how your, your body language is coming across. And 
also your energy in the moment. So um, one of the ways that I see actually what you describe there, Lourdes, all the time with clients and we work on, well, one, we have to open up those feelings first. <laughs> and that's <laughs> yeah. why it's so important. If you're listening to this, establish a practice where you can express your feelings. So it might be through yoga. Um, it might be for me, it's dancing and another practice that I do to move emotions that maybe I'm holding in or storing in, or if I'm, if I don't have, I always have a coach, but if you don't have a coach, then, um, what I would do also daily, not daily, it depends, depends on what I'm working through. I get a pillow and I scream into my pillow. So one, it's going to be about opening up those emotions. And then, so that way, when you start to then practice communication, you're not dumping, you're not emotionally dumping onto the other person. And then it's also about making it about you. It's never about making it about them. So maybe that boss is super controlling and you're, you go to that boss. This is what you don't want to say. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) do not say this. (laughs) Hey boss, uh, you are very controlling and how you want to come across is making it about, this is the feminine energy tapping into how you're feeling. Hey boss. I'm feeling a little bit, I'm feeling a little bit stressed out by the pressure that is, is being put onto my plate right now. And so notice my languaging there. I'm saying, I feel, Mm -hmm. and I know, I know there's going to be someone listening to this is like, well, I'm scared because what narcissists and all of that. And but that's where it's so important to know, to start to work on yourself and know who you are. And um, before we even get to the communication, a big thing that we work on is boundaries because you have to want to know what is your line being crossed. And once you establish, hey, this is my line being crossed. This does not feel good. Understanding why it doesn't feel good. And then being able to communicate that. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Those are good points. And yes, you don't want to say those things to your boss. <laughs> say it in your head. <laughs> yeah. And it's it is important to actually was recently working with a client actually on the same scenario. And because it is important to speak up of, of how you're feeling. Her boss was um venting to her about her other coworkers and it was making her feel uncomfortable. It was distracting her from her work. And that's not okay, right? She's, well, mm-hmm. her body, and she, her, her mind is saying, hey, this doesn't feel good. Her body's like, this is stressing me out. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a big thing is to just tune in your body, just tune in your body. And if you're tight and you're tense and it's not making you feel good, then there's, there's action that needs to be done around that, but it's just doing it in, in a safe and proper way. So you can, um, so you can, you know, so you're not freaking out and then losing your job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I think she's at the end of her rope. She's might be quitting. And I'm like, Ooh, I can understand why she wants to quit. Cause I think she also doesn't feel like anything's going to change, which it probably won't. You can't change the other person anyways. Yeah. So, and, eh. the, and being with, and that's, again, I see this all scenario all the time with clients. And the thing is I say it's when you look at, I look at everything through the lens of energy and 
this, these situations that come up in our lives are, are here to teach us and guide us. So if you don't take in, right, this is where we can have control. It's about, life is about balance. It's about letting go of control, but also knowing where to be in control. And this is a scenario where actually, maybe you feel like you're not in control because you can't control what your boss does. Actually, you are in full control. It's just about looking for opportunities where. And where I would suggest that to take control is to be able to look, be able to say, okay, this is a situation that's happening. And I'm because if you're doing pack up, quit and and walk out and not take control and communicate and establish boundaries, because maybe you don't think it's going to get anywhere. But if you are to just walk out and quit, this this same energy is going to manifest again, either through another job, either through a relationship, through a friendship. So even when we feel like we don't have control and maybe, okay, if I go to her and I say something, it's not going to change anything. It might not, but at least, you know, you're speaking your truth and you're not making it, you're not putting her on a pedestal because, um, you know, she's your boss and she's higher up. We're all, we're all humans at the end of the day. And the thing too, to recognize about other people who maybe are, um, getting under your skin is, sometimes I just think, oh my God, I'm sending you love because if you're acting this way to me, God knows you're only like torturing yourself inside and and what is going on in your head. So um, final thing I'll share here, Lourdes, is also just have so much compassion, self-compassion and and try to in those moments where you get you're freaking pissed. Compassion, bring in that compassion. Okay, I'll tell her that. <laughs> She'll be like, you are crazy. <laughs> oh, I've heard every dirty, bad word from her mouth. She was so upset. So, okay, let's move on to um, I got a few more questions. Is quantum group coaching different? So than, like empowerment or you know, yeah. So okay. it's so funny because I'm always growing. And one point I was a happiness coach, helping people find happiness. One point I was a purpose coach, helping people find their purpose. (laughs) And I was an intuition coach. And now I'm a feminine energy coach, but so maybe the title changes, Okay. um, but what my, but what I do with my clients, the process stays the same. So I have a process where uh, the first phase is called the RS method, which is the release and surrender. So because, and because of my process, I can help anyone going through anything. One, it doesn't mean that I want to help you, right? I'm my, I choose my clients just as much as they choose me. (laughs) Exactly. So true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know I can help anyone with anything, but one, I have to see, do they actually want to be helped? And two, do I want to we're in a partnership. Do I want to be in a partnership with this person for the next few months? Um, so, but because of my process, um, whether someone's looking to be in a relationship or maybe have guidance in their career or their business, um, the first step is we have to figure out what the heck is holding you back. And some, for some clients, it's really deep. It's childhood trauma. It's, um, even maybe, ancestral trauma, generational trauma that they're carrying in their, in their bodies because they're empaths. Um, but for others, it could be, it could be a little bit lighter. It's well, what, what limiting beliefs am I holding? So we have to explore what 
you're trying to move forward, but you you've been stuck and you've been going in circles. So let's look at what you're holding on to. So we do that through uh, the release and surrender method, and then this phase two, which is the um, phase two, is the magic wand system, and I call it the magic wand system. I like because- it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, because you are. It's like waving a wa- magic wand. You're going to become a new person, and it's in this in this phase. It's all about identity work, which means okay, you want the loving relationship, you want the amazing job. But who is that person? How are they showing up differently? Maybe they're more confident. Maybe they're wearing the nice clothes, the cute clothes. Maybe they're setting boundaries. Maybe they're speaking their truth. So we work on really getting you into that identity. And then the third and final phase, which is the magnetic attraction blueprint, which is all about a place of being in balance where you're aligned you're taking aligned action through your masculine energy right because i'm a go-getter i like to have a lot on my plate Mm -hmm. um and i want to i want to accomplish big things so maybe you resonate with that if you're listening um but then the feminine energy is also about being in a beautiful place of alignment where you're open you're not always doing doing going going but you're actually letting things come to you and being magnetic so that's kind of my process of um of where I guide clients and um yeah usually people are usually I track work with women who uh are single and want to attract a relationship or also business owners who um are high performers and are like why can't I get to this next level hmm. I like your process that sounds really nice how long does it typically take for someone who starts with you and you take them to this process? Is it three months? Is it a six months program or? Yeah. Something? So it it's six months because the, it's such a deep process. I think when people like I'm a deep person and people know that. And, but, and that's why I think I uh, manifest the clients that I do. But I think when they begin, they're like, okay, I'm just going to like do this and do that. And we're diving in really, really deep. And you can't rush this process. Um, so yeah, I work with, um, and with my one-on-one clients, we work for six months at a time. And then I have my, my group coaching program, which is basically the same thing, but as a group and we work together for four months at a time. And and it's each journey, everyone's journey is so different, but so, uh, beautiful to, to see them really just sit with this because I think there, there are so many amazing healing modalities out there. Um, I'm a firm believer on do what, what I, what I've done for myself and what's worked for me. And as much as I like want to join something that's like a, have a session and be totally transformed at the end of the day, it's like, well, what do you actually want to achieve? Because, you know, if you want to achieve a six pack and you go to the gym once thinking you're going to have a six pack, that's not going to work. So it's just about getting, you know, maybe it's like, oh, I just want to learn the proper form and then I'm going to go do it on my own. Then yeah, one session with a personal trainer. Awesome. So, um, for me, uh, a big piece is okay. Really, um, getting my clients to this next phase, this quantum leap, so to speak in, in their life. Okay. Wow. Uh, Really interesting stuff that you've answered so far. So now I need to ask you, how did you get into this 
business of teaching women and having these courses and group coaching and one-on-one, how did that all start with you? (laughs) It all started from a intuitive message in my heart and me ignoring it and ignoring it and then seeing other people doing exactly what I want to do. And right, this is this was the damsel in distress, Mary being like, ah, <laughs> all together, look at them. Ah. Yeah. Like, the comparison, right? I'm I'm human yeah. just because I'm a coach and healer and you know, all these titles, I go through it myself. And so having to work through self-comparison and then realizing, okay, well, and, and also my own limiting beliefs thinking that, okay, well, I don't know enough. Oh, right. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything. But then when you take, when you start to right, that's part of, that's part of letting go. And when you start to let that go, then you realize, okay, I can do this. So it all, it all just started through, um, having that intuitive, like feeling that push, that calling, working through the BS beliefs, holding me back and then taking small steps to do it because it's not going to happen overnight. And if it does happen overnight, then it's probably not going to be exactly what you want. So, um, just having patience is, is, is a big, big part of my journey, at least. (laughs) Mm, Okay. So, um, do you have any like big challenges that you had to overcome to start your business? Oh yeah, yeah, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been from I mean, COVID, right? March 2020. Uh, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every that's yeah, every, any, mm. any new things of that time were like, oh that was I was just going full time in my business. And then so and I had I was doing both online but in person more so in person. I just suddenly space in person and then mm. boom, COVID. And I had to readjust um, pretty much what I thought I was going to do was not what I was going to do at all. And so I adjusted to the online space. Um, but that was, uh, I was telling this to a client the other day, if you want to have all your insecurities come up, be shown into the light, become an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Because y'all, I was so scared to be seen. I was so Mm -hmm. scared to charge for my services. And, but that's, that's the journey. This is, this is the ultimate self-growth. So I had to really overcome a lot of fears around being seen, fears around accepting, receiving money, um, because I wasn't, I had a huge block there, so I wasn't making money. So that was a big struggle for me until I really started to work on myself and say, okay, why, why do I have these beliefs and, um, allowed myself to get help and get support. Um, yeah, that was, those are big, big, big struggles, but which is so normal. If, mm-hmm. yeah, if you, if you really want to put yourself, um, if you want to get to the next level, it, it really is about um, shining, shining the light on those insecurities and and working through them. Because when you overcome them, it's it's the best feeling. Yeah, I think 
almost every entrepreneur I've met has that imposter syndrome. (laughs) You go through all that and insecurity and not believing in yourself. Totally agree with that. So, um, well, we're kind of getting too close to time. So I just want to ask you um, what you're working on next. Ooh, what am I working on next? So many things. things. Uh, right now I'm really working on, um, uh, honing in. I'm really, right now I'm really working in on how can I make a bigger impact? So I'm, uh, working on some of the processes in my group coaching program because, um, I see how much it's, it's making a difference in the world. Um, when you're healing and you're, you're working alongside of other women who are just like you. So, um, I'm working on, um, really honing in on that process. And then, uh, my podcast as well, which Lourdes is going to be on the podcast too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really working on, um, stepping into the next level of my identity of, of seeing, okay, I can be someone who is speaking on stages. I can be someone who is in the room with maybe other podcasters who their podcast is top, whatever. Um, so I'm working on shifting my identity to actually get to the next, the higher level of of my leadership, um, which is scary, but I finally feel in a place where I'm like, you know what, Mary, all you have to do is just see yourself as that because you, you know, if you're listening to this and maybe like Lourdes said that, um, the, uh, imposter syndrome is, is coming up. It's, once you work through that, it's like, oh, okay. I just have to stay in this vibration of I deserve to be in this room with these people. I deserve to make a big impact. So yeah, I'm working on my own leadership, stepping into that more so I can make more of an impact. Mm, very nice. Okay, cool. So yeah, you've got a lot going on and I can't wait to see them when they um, you know, come about, when you manifest them. So that's cool. Um, so now we get to the part of the podcast where I ask every single one of my guests a funny or weird question. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Mary, if you could remove one color in the world, what would it be and why? Ooh, one color in the world and why? Hmm. I would say like dark gray Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I would remove dark gray because it gives me this eerie, gloomy feeling. And yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a bright, bright kind of color person. So I, I would remove dark gray. Great. Yep. I agree. (laughs) All right. And then can you tell our listeners where they can contact you or find you? Yeah. Connect with me. Uh, If you're on Instagram, my Instagram is at MaryMC4. And let me know that you listened to this episode and um, what your your takeaway was. Um, So over on Instagram, just send me a message. Um, And if you're not on Instagram, I would love if you want to, if you're feeling called to my energy, come check out my podcast, the living your true vibe podcast. Again, Lourdes will be on there so you can check out her episode and uh, yeah, connect with me, connect with me either on Instagram or my podcast. And then do you have a website that they can also visit? 
I do. I don't really, if I'm being honest, my website is not my like main thing, but you can do okay. I do love my website. Um, <laughs> I do it all myself, but it's a true vibe wellness.com. Um, but Instagram, if, if you're curious about like working with me or, or offerings and what I have, um, all those links are on my Instagram bio too. Great. Well, thank you so much, Mary, for all this wonderful information. It was so fun to get to know you and what you do and how you came about to this coaching people and helping other women. So that is just wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Lourdes. I really appreciate um, getting to connect with you and, and everyone listening. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and please share this episode with your friends. Please subscribe, rate, and review this episode. And as always, the show notes will be available at eighthlevelpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.